Good morning. Welcome back to Make Joppa Great Again, which is a, a daily endeavor. And I'm going to mention the second verse in Srila Rupa Goswami's Namashtakam. And I'm also going to begin the, uh, I'll introduce some phrases, some advice that Prabhupada's given about chanting japa that can be very helpful. I've isolated four specific statements after searching through all his talks and letters about japa, and I find them to be foundational, these points, and keeping them in mind, the points that he makes here, can be really helpful in <clears throat> sustaining the highest level of japa, which is what make japa great again means. <laughs> so the second verse in the Namashtakam says, Jayanamadeha munivrindageyahe janaranjanaya paramakshara tomaradanad api managur udiritam nikilogra tapa patalimvalumpasi. Which here Rupa Goswami is saying that's the the holy name creates a festival for the residents of Vrindavan, for the great souls. And also he says it's Paramaksharakrite. It's the ultimate uh, cheat code. It's Paramakshara. Para means the supreme. Aksharakrite means combination of syllables. So one might think, oh, what is all this? You know, you just chant something and it opens up a door or something like that. Yeah, it happens. Everything happens by sound vibration. Nothing's random. And there is a way in which the holy name or Krishna appears directly in his name. It's his incarnation. Therefore, there's Rupa Goswami blatantly points out that, yes, uh, he's appeared in a combination of syllables. It happens to be available in the Maha Mantra. Paramakshara-krite tomarad api managur udiritam. And how powerful is it, he says, that if somebody says it once, even with the feeling of derision, he says, uh, Hare Krishna, get out of here. That's a pretty milquetoast way of saying something derisively. But... <laughs> Ugratapa means all the worst kinds of karmic reaction that one has stored up is destroyed by that utterance. The holy name is so powerful. So what to speak of if somebody chants the holy name with a sense of starting with knowledge that yes, this is uh, the Supreme Lord incarnated in sound or it begins to chant with love, what to speak of that. And as promised, here's the first of four instructions on chanting that I find to be very helpful in developing the topmost of daily japa practices. A daily Japa practice. Prabhupada wrote in 1968, 
Yoga system is approved, but nobody can follow the rules and regulations strictly. Neither there is suitable place for executing it. And everyone is always full of anxiety. So how they can concentrate. So best thing is to chant Hare Krishna, which is forced meditation. Forced meditation. Krishna's a little pushy. And our job is to stay close to him because he'll push his way in through our ears, into our hearts. He'll take away the anartas by force. If we just avail ourselves to the holy name and to his association. And along with each one of Prabhupada's statements, I have a few other points, and then we'll start chanting. Then the point that I associate with this, first of Prabhupada's instructions is, beware of japa fade, fear the fade. If the, the word fade means to gradually grow weak. Fade happens a little at a time, but then it seems that a person has stopped suddenly. All practices fade without attention. And the word attention means special care. So we have to give special care to our japa every day. Otherwise, we're fading. And there are a few more points that go with that. But before we just uh, jump into the chanting, does anybody want to reflect on what I just read or any of the comments I made on what I read? Yes, Akurnath Prabhu. On Yadanadarad Pimanagudiritam, um, sometimes I've heard people concerned that, oh, when we're out on Harinam Sankirtan, people are laughing at us, that the way we look, the way we dress, this and that. But uh, we're actually um, inducing people to hear the holy name and to, and even if they're derisive about it, they're making so much benefit. That's true. Hari, 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 hari. I did write about. I, I thought a lot about that and interviewed quite a few devotees about that issue. Not to get too deeply into it right now, but I wrote two chapters rather than one about that point because, yes, there is a Gata Sukriti that people get no matter how we present things. On the other hand, if we are very sensitive in how we present things and appeal to their particular cultural perspective, then it goes in much deeper. At least that's the argument I make. So it's true. According to the verse, however they receive it, there is some sense of, uh, you know, destroying their sinful reactions. But if, if we're thoughtful about it, then it can be even deeper and better. And people have a, a bridge to walk across more easily. Uh, just two more and then we'll start. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna Maharaj, um, that fading, the point of fading what you made is very interesting because uh, in the 
anything we learn new thing we at that time we are very careful uh, we pay special attention and then when we learn it we think we have learned it then it uh, sort of becomes like a muscle memory uh, we don't pay any more attention because it's just happening so i think what you're trying to say here is that every chanting we are doing we have to chant as if is it's it is something new you're doing i think that's the point you're making otherwise it will fade away like everything else will learn i think just wanted to clarify thank you nice clarification very helpful and manjula kanta i was just going to add uh, to what you were telling akrunath prabhu that you know it reminded me of the the statement prabhupad says in the bhagavad gita when he tells the reader that as long as you're not antagonistic as long as you can just keep an open mind when you open this book you will get benefit right he says um as long as you can just for a second pause your assumptions and just read uh, he yeah. requests that of the reader in the section of when chaitanya mahaprabhu goes to prakashananda and the assembly of mayavadis he was invited there and prakashananda reaches out his hand because mahaprabhu was very humble when he came there and he sat down in the lowliest place in the room and prabhupad writes in his purport that prakashananda got agata sukriti from reaching out his hand to mahaprabhu and then prophet said people are already antagonistic towards us it's the nature of the material world he said so we shouldn't make them more antagonistic we should actually go out of our way to um accommodate some of their sensibilities so that they can not have such a barrier it's helpful that sense is there also Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Hari Shivasari Gaurabhakta Hare Krishna Don't look now but you're right in the middle of the Hari Krishna movement sitting here chanting japa in the dam so, If we might uh just Prabhupad made this uh profound gave this profound instruction about forced meditation i just wondered if any of you had a realization about that while you were chanting did any of that stick with you yes prabhu we'll get you a mic it's a full service operation hari krishna um yeah that word actually stuck with me throughout this session um, um so this thinking about the word forced it called me to be more vigilant uh, against my own mind so usually it has a free hand and it can wander off and then it's difficult to catch but uh, the word forced actually caused me to be like caused my caused myself to be more in check of where my mind is going and focus more on the holy name and that really helped me it's a nice word isn't it force it, it just it comes with a little uh, energy it has its own energy What else did you think did, didn't you have any meditation on that Bhagavat Prabhu Mahabhagavat I was just thinking that if the devotees hadn't actually gone after me and forced me to chant I would have never actually done it and um, I'm in the beginning I was extremely resentful to all these fellows who were after me to chant chant and uh, now I'm extremely grateful to all of them 
And now you're after other people. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Prabhu, did you have a point? I, I, the part of that quotation where Srila Prabhupada was talking about how the yoga system is authorized, but people can't follow the regulations and there's no suitable place to do it. And I was thinking, you know, there in the, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna gives the sixth chapter, and, but we understand the yoga ladder, that the ultimate result is bhakti and, and we have our own regulations. But I've always thought that the japa period is the most like the dhyana yoga, you know, that we do in, in, uh, in our system. And the meditation is also part of smaranam, it's also part of devotional service. But I, um, I guess that uh, it was. I was thinking about that. That do we do we still have to? For those of us who aren't really advanced, Krishna says then we could follow the regular principles and attain a desire. And he has the list of other things in the twelfth chapter that then we can work for him or cultivate knowledge or you know um, become self situated. But meditation is better than knowledge, he says. But are we involved in? Even though we're doing bhakti yoga, are we also involved in, you know, karma yoga, jnana uh, uh, yoga, dhyana yoga, in our own way? Yeah, not really. We're we're taking the difference is that we're not depending on our own power. We're depending on Krishna's power, and there's a way that uh, we may react to the word force at different levels of our advancement. In the beginning, there has to be some force to get ourselves to do it. And an example Prabhupada gives is of starting a car that stalls. And then you have to push it. And you push it for a while, and then you pull the clutch out. That is cars with carburetors. I don't know if catalytic converters. Uh, I don't know anything about mechanics. Don't listen to what I'm saying. And then you pull the, the clutch out and boom, 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 the car starts. I do remember that as a kid. We used to get out and push a car here and there. You used to do it? Okay, yeah, probably the old ambassadors had like, go, okay, pull the clutch, boom, 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 boom. So there's some force in the beginning, and there's also a sense of, of tapasya or this kind of renunciation Rupa Goswami talks about said but it's it's to to get us into the flow and then the force krishna is the force he's the main force like the force be with you that we have to know what the force is and tivrena bhakti yogena means this intense way in which we connect to the force we're also a force we have uh the same we have powers but they're wasted when we invest them in the material energy. They drag us down because it's divine energy and it pulls us away. But if we direct that, the, the little force that we have into the bigger force, which is Krishna, then Tivrena Bhakti Yogena, then we feel this, we're pulled along by Krishna. He's the attractor. He pulls us out of the material energy naturally. And it's not by our own power of continually refocusing the mind. Krishna grabs our mind and pulls it because he's the attractive force. So there's a lot of ways to talk about forced meditation, but that's one way to think about it. Deva Vrata Prabhu. I was just thinking of three shlokas when you were speaking about this first. Only three. 
Well, one one of them one of them's a purport from nectar of instruction, and then the other two are shlokas. First one is that instruction from nectar of instruction, where Srila Prabhupada says, "One who begins the process of devotional service is forcibly dragged." So, in relationship to this, I was thinking of the mental scripts that one acquires while associating with the material energy are quite heavy. Um, so I thought of the verse, Purusha Prakriti Stohi Bhongte Prakritir Jangunan. And then, but then Krishna gives hope actually, the verse after, he says, Upadrastanu Mantamcha Bhartha Bhokta Maheshwaram Paramethi Chapi Yukto Dehismim Purusha Paraha. He says, but I'm the sanctuary and the witness. And so Krishna can pull us out of the, our mental scripts. That's really our only hope actually. The process of Dhyaya Yoga or Jnana yoga, karma yoga, we're forced by those mental scripts, to come back down. But Krishna can pull us out of those mental scripts. Nicely done. Very good. Anyone from this side? Okay, Varshana, and then we'll come back to Prema. We have two minutes left, so be succinct, please. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Hare Krishna all the devotees. Uh, initially, uh, when uh, you gave me initiation and I started uh, uh, chanting the holy name, uh, there was a force, uh, force means you were forcing, I felt that I'm being forced to do it. But then forced became a habit. Now that habit is so much that uh, you see uh, when I'm not chanting like you see if I'm traveling uh, I have the habit of uh, I have the habit of uh, keeping my chanting bag with me and by chance if I don't have I feel something is missing so God has given the strength now that force has become into strength you see he gave from the beginning he gave the strength then only I could do it. But now it has become a habit that I must do it. And if it is not there, I miss it. So that is the, my realization. Thank you for sharing your realization. It's very helpful. Okay, Prema for the close. Hare Krishna. So I was thinking uh, about forest meditation. And the other day I heard from you in lecture about uh, when you park the thoughts or the car and you put it in a, in a bad place and then you have to pay something. Uh, and also, yeah, we need to force our mind to to park in, in good places and this in the Holy Dam. I think it's easier to, to focus and to park our mind in safe place. Like you said, the Adatovisaya and Pumsan contemplate things that are more Krishna consciousness. It's a, the tow-away zone. Those are the dangerous places. Like at the airport, they say, definitely don't park here. We're going to tow you, and it's going to be costly. Any downtown, especially San Francisco, where they have nothing better to do than harass the citizens. But, you know, if you park here, your life is basically ruined. Uh, that's what the sign should say. And then, you know, 
that's what Krishna tells us also. There's places you park your mind. You're just going to ruin yourself. You're going to have to pay a huge fine. You're going to get towed away. So I like that. Bringing it back to that. Be, be very deliberate where you park your mind. And there's no fear in the chanting of the holy name. Etad nirvidyamananam ichatam akatobayam yoginam nirpanirnitam harernam anakirtanam. So this is the fearless way, doubtless way. You can park here anytime and you're going to be fine. And actually Krishna will tow you away. That's the, the force we were talking about before. Get towed by Krishna, not by the municipality because they don't care and Krishna does. You can see I have a samskar about that. So, so we, we did our might. We came here, and this is something that is uh, demonstrative to show up for a japa circle. is no small thing. It, it's really forced meditation to actually come down, sit down, stay down, be here, and go through even when the mind doesn't feel like it, and you say, like, that's okay. I'm going to do it anyway. Whatever way you have to do it, kicking, screaming, dragging, be there, force your mind, come in and and gradually Krishna will come and pull the mind back to the spiritual world. Dear Srila Prabhupada, dear Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Sri Panjitava, Sri Jagannath, Baladev, Subhadra, Lalita Radha, Tota Gopinath, if you so desire, please empower us to jant our japa with great force and please grab us and pull us back to your lotus feet. Thank you for considering our request. Om Tat Sat. Everyone who agrees with this prayer in whole or in part, count down from three and say Krishna. Three, two, one. Krishna! Vancha Kalpadrishta, Kripa Sundavya, Vachapa, Titanam, Pavanibyo, Vaishnavibyo, Namo Namaha.